2: everybody, welcome back to Guild Beatty's, your favorite podcast, where we talk about my obsessive fear of vampires before we record for like 20 minutes. Anyway, when we last left It's
0: an up,
3: interesting
2: topic. There's a lot of... <laughs> of really
3: it. Not, you brought it up! You brought
1: it up I this didn't time. bring it
0: up. You just now brought it up. Just up, brought it up. <laughs> brought you just now or it or brought it up. I did bring it up in the chat, yes. Do you want to get bullied again? I can go 20 more minutes. Let's do this. Absolutely oh, yeah. not. Oh, it's an yeah.
2: entirely rational thing to be afraid of. But this is
1: just, like, a, a ploy to introduce vampires as the final, uh, Absolutely final
2: boss.
0: Remember, Brennan. one day I'll be DMing.
2: I will leave. If you <laughs> pull a vampire on me, I will leave this campaign. <laughs>
0: okay, let's get to the plot. Let's get to the plot. Let's go.
1: <laughs> what did we do last time? Oh, I now hope it's plot.
2: Uh, when we last left off, Q was running around in uh, Montaigne. Arthur and Sinead were running around in Avalon. They just arrived. Arthur and Sinead, right. you've got one day to do whatever before Q uh zaps back, unless Q gets everything done early. Up to you. We can RP that. Um so it's uh just a little bit of role play before we uh decide what is going on next. So who would like to start uh Q or Sinead and Arthur?
0: Oh I think I think Q's taken the full seven days unless shit goes down. So okay. I'll let I'll let you guys, you guys take the wheel. Right. I just want to watch.
2: Arthur and Sinead, you're running around Avalon. Arthur, it's your first time back in your home country. Um, it's not like you were famous or anything, but anybody that has any public record of you thinks you're dead because, in fairness, you did die. Um, welcome home. Yeah,
3: we made it, boys. <laughs> um, so where 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 are we? Like more specifically, because when we left off, we were at the we were at a port that's like outside of the main city.
2: Um, yes of like the capital you are um ledon is that the how's it
1: called so
2: arthur is from is from
3: luton um which is luton? which used to be the capital until it got moved oh to the carleon to carleon yeah carleon, so we're outside yeah. of carleon yes um i guess just at that like small like inlet port mm-hmm. um okay so i guess we're off the ship What's, like, around us? Like, how far outside of the city are we?
2: Um, You're kind of, like, in the suburbs. You know what I mean? Like, there's some white dads mowing their lawns is where you're at, metaphorically. Um, So you got maybe... I'm trying to gauge this on the map where you guys are to the middle of the city using, like... So that would probably be about, you know, four... About two miles to, like, the edge of the city and then another two miles into the city to, like, get to the the main castle, as it were. Um, So... Four miles if you're trying to see the Queen, two miles if you're trying to cross the threshold. Um or you can just go the other way and explore the forests of South Wales. <laughs> um to your east um is the inlet of the of the ocean going into the not the English Channel, but the Montane Avalon Strait. Um and then west is just your your casual British forest.
3: Okay. Um Arthur is going to kind of take in the countryside and uh, start talking to Sinead. So, I think that the best thing for us to do is to talk to the Queen uh, and see if we can get her support for our various tasks that we need to complete, and also talk to the court wizard, DeWithin, who is by far the best sorcerer that this country has ever seen. And if anybody could figure out more information about our ailment, I think he could. So... This is what I'm thinking. It's going to be difficult to get an audience with the Queen, especially if everybody thinks that I'm dead. And I think it might be a little bit difficult to convince them that I am who I say I am, given the experience we had with the boatmen. So I think we should find a way, or maybe I can find a way, to contact dewithin without too many people noticing. So he can vouch for who we are and uh, maybe get us some help.
1: I... I don't know, is is getting an audience with the Queen going to complicate things? Like, is she going to just automatically take our sight in all of this?
3: Um, well, I... To be honest with you, I'm not sure how she's going to react to seeing a knight that she thought was dead be reintroduced to a court. So, it's kind of why I want to, to vouch for us, if possible. But I think... Well, it would complicate things, you are right. But I think it would be helpful, because our tasks are I mean, pretty mon- monumental. And she is my boss, and this is my country, and so I think I ought to consult her before I go any further about what I should do. I mean, I haven't had orders for over two years, so I, uh, I could use some, some guidance from them.
1: Right, but what if she decides that she sees Vodachi in a weak spot and decides to go take it over for example what then
3: well um and arthur like kind of just like pales like this like this didn't really go through his mind like this conflict between rodachi and avalon so he takes a moment to think well i think that if there were to be that sort of conflict my priorities would have to be with serving the queen. But beyond that, I would think that there'd be a way to get all of us safe before anything got too bad. But we don't need to speculate on things that haven't happened yet. Um, So
1: you would just abandon this whole mission that we've been on for for months now, just just because your queen said so.
3: I don't know, Sinead. Okay, I don't know. This is not something I've ever had to deal with before, all right? It's not like there's a a handbook of how to deal with the moral complications of being a pirate and a knight of Avalon and dealing with these kinds of international crises. And frankly, whether or not Avalon goes to war is far above my pay grade. I don't have any real say in that, so I don't know. We'll have to see what happens when it comes to it, but I'm not promising that I can continue on with you all if my services are needed elsewhere. But I promise you I won't let any harm come to you from the Crown.
1: Uh, Sinead just kind of just absorbs that, but isn't gonna, isn't gonna continue the conversation.
3: <sighs> okay. Anyway, I think we should move towards the city
2: and see if we can get in touch with David
1: All right, let's go. All
2: right, <clears throat> uh, you make your way across the countryside. It's the old, uh, the old roads that you probably may have remembered Um, They're just as bad as they used to be. Uh, Major tax cuts in in Avalon, you know how it is. Um, On the bright side, it's a pretty day. And, you know, after all of the stuff you guys have gone through, it's nice to have a nice stroll on the countryside with no rain, no storms, no hurricanes, nothing happening. Uh, It's probably because Q hasn't banged anyone recently. So, as you uh, (laughs) near the city, the buildings get... (laughs) <laughs> I'm sorry, I was trying to describe it Amelia's really staring into the camera And I just I just can't, okay
1: <clears throat>
2: <laughs> As uh, you get closer and closer The farmland turns into small cottages um, You can see the countryside And people uh, milling about cal- Casually start to disappear As things get a little bit busier and bustlier And uh, finally you make it past the country colleges and the suburbs and make it on the edge of the city. It looks... Carleon looks pretty much the same as when you left it, um, for better or for worse. That's, I guess, to Arthur. (laughs) Um, It looks a lot like, if I had to guess, you know, 1700 London, you know? If, uh, late 1600s, (laughs) early 1700 London. And, uh, the cobblestone, the bricks, everything is in slightly better repair than you'd think, but still worse than you'd hope. <clears throat> Some, uh, people bustle about and they look at you sideways, and they're like, hmm, and then they keep walking. <laughs> you, how are you walking and presenting yourself, Arthur? Are you acting and presenting yourself as a knight? Um, or are you a commoner or a pirate? What do your mannerisms spell out about you on first take? It's a
3: good question. Uh, so... Arthur, when he's walking around through the city, uh, he's been greeting people and like not like tipping his hat to them um, politely, like a, a normal kind of English gentleman. And since he's dressed in kind of ranger's gear um, and you know doesn't look like poor peasant, he kind of is carrying himself more or less like upper middle class, like maybe like just outside of nobility, but maybe one of the sons of like somebody that runs a particularly large farming operation outside the city. So kind of like has money but is also still kind of like from lower stock than like true nobility um but anyway he's he's just been walking around he's been nodding he knows where the normal guard posts are and stuff like that so he greets the guardsmen um just kind of how normal polite society does so he's, he's carrying himself with a good degree of confidence he feels much better much more familiar um being around people that <laughs> speak his own language but also just you know he knows culturally
2: and, uh, kind of his tribe. So, uh, that's how he's been carrying himself. All right. Um, one of the guards comes up to you and says, God save the Queen! How are you today, sir? Doing quite well. And you? Not too bad. I'm glad you asked. Uh, say, are you new here in town? Oh, uh, I wouldn't say so. I've
3: been away on holiday for quite some time, though, so, uh, it's been, been about two years since I've seen the
2: city last. On holiday, you say? Yes. A two-year-long holiday? Well, what do you do for a living? Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure that's quite any of your business. Can I help you with something? Ah, uh, no worry. sorry. it's uh, The Queen's been tightening security around here, just uh, trying to ask who's coming into city and all. The rumors have it of uh, revolutions sprouting about all over the place. It goes up rather fast. Not really able to stop it, so... You know, nip it in the bud before it can start. Oh, I
3: see. Sorry, I didn't mean to take a turn with you, my friend. You see, my job is a bit peculiar. I'm a big game hunter, and I get hired by a lot of, oh, wealthy people around Thayer to take them on exotic hunts. Excuse me, did you say a big gay hunter? I don't think that that is a polite thing to say, sir. Good day to you. And Arthur Arthur walks away.
1: I am chuckling to myself.
3: <laughs> not gonna um, not gonna indulge that. <laughs> Arthur's got
2: dignity. He's not gonna. Okay. Anyway, <clears throat> um, all right. <laughs> you are familiar with the town. You do not have to roll any wits plus nose checks to get around. Um, as with every city, we've. Been in so far, there's clothing shops, stores, places for supplies, um, barracks for guards, um, the castle with the queen. Um, Buckingham Windsor Palace, I don't know, is uh, somewhere somewhere in the distance. <laughs> um, people are milling about dressed, uh, you know, a bunch of peasants in trousers and shirts and belts and hats. Um, there's a few Avalon sailors running about. And of course, there are um, noble women with uh, their two skirts, one hitched up under the belt, and then a wool blouse type bodice hat. The whole nine yards. Fashion has not changed in two years. <laughs> um, Sinead, are you hungry?
1: Uh, now that you mention it, uh, I am, actually.
3: Um, there's a great pub around the corner that I know. used to be frequented by a lot of my old chaps. I was
2: wondering if you'd like to get some fish and chips. Sure. <clears throat> Alright, you make your way around the corner to your familiar pub where your old tra- chaps used to hang out. The pub's called the, the, um, the, 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 the Welsh Corgi.
1: Oh, I like that. That's cute. <laughs> so you guys
2: find it's got the most adorable corgi. Uh, it looks like the kind that the British royal family has. Uh, that I don't even know what any of their names are, but I know they have corgis or something. And uh, it's painted on top of uh, over the door. It's adorable, um, and uh, it's it looks just like you remember it, corgi and all. <laughs> I can't. <laughs>
3: Arthur's Arthur, <laughs> Arthur's, Arthur's, Arthur's delighted that it's still the same. I I can't believe they kept the Welsh Corgi theme. I, I always thought that the sign was a bit extravagant, having a giant painted corgi on it, but you know, there's just something so welcoming about it.
1: This is quite a cute theme for you and your what, your night buddies to uh frequent pretty often.
3: Well, yeah, it's a it's a bit of a cutesy place, I suppose, but it's good to bring a last to.
1: No, whatever. <laughs>
2: um Arthur... New romance, said Sinead. <laughs> <laughs> Grouse.
1: Waste um... of time.
2: <laughs> yeah, Shanae threw up in her mouth. <laughs> <Just>
3: <laughs> <laughs> um Arthur Arthur goes in and uh finds a table and takes a seat. Um
2: you notice when you sit down there's a peculiar uh sea shanties type song, pub song that's being sung among the patrons. Um, you hear them sing, "Yo ho, when Flag and Arthur went to the ends of the earth." They say he'd go farther. Now, where might he be? Rest his soul at the bottom of the sea. And uh, they they keep singing. Uh, it's basically the other verses are basically about um, you being. Uh, foolishly noble to your cause and it getting you killed. And now you're a cautionary tale for people who uh, are blindly loyal, but also <laughs> honoring those who are, uh, honoring those who are brave. So it's a, uh, it's a very neutral term because uh, they're in awe of your bravery, but also they're like, man, this guy's super dead. I like to think that like
3: a slang term has also been created. It's like if doing something for somebody else, that's like really foolhardy that's, like, going to get you killed is, like, called Escorting of a Noble. It's like,
2: <laughs> Oi, mage, Oi, mage. It's really specific. It's like wearing the albatross or the albatross around your neck or the... I think if there's a good... If there's a good...
3: Well, it's like, it's like Oi, mage, you hear what happened to Terry? Yeah, his boss sent him down into the most dangerous part of the mines. He's really escorting a Vodachan Noble down there, you know what I mean? <laughs> Okay. I'll tell you We're words.
1: building the world here. We're building the world.
2: Specifically, I would. I'm not going to say it's a it's a national trend. You know, like it's not. It doesn't have that many likes on on uh, Avalon. <laughs> but the, <Twitter laughs> the yet.
3: people like the Welsh corgi are really like deep into the Arthur Arthurian flag and lore. So
2: there. <laughs> but I'm going to say your buddies, uh, your old knight pals, they all. It's a slang term for them. So if you join the if you join the ranks of the Avalon Knights. Then it's a term you'd be familiar with. It's a very mm. common used term.
3: Yeah, like some knight that like kind of looked up to me, but I didn't really know about. Like, really got it rolling for
2: me <laughs> once I died. You know. Um the the bar uh the bar well, a barmaid comes up to you and says hello dearies what can I get for you today
1: I'll uh, just have a washer, thank you very much oh sure enough
2: uh water as well and two orders of fish and chips please oh fish and chips right away sir. Thank you. Uh, and she goes. By the way, um, <clears throat> would your would your daughter like a kids menu?
1: No, <laughs> please go. Two orders you...
2: of fish and chips, please. All right. <laughs> she goes and she pats you on the on the shoulder, um, uh, Arthur. And she says, "I tell you, the last got you to take the daughter out uh, while she goes and has a great day. I suppose she's off on holiday while you're fathering her child." Oh, you're really escorting a Vitacha Noble out there. I don't know what that means, but I hear the knights say it and hear all the time. <laughs> she goes off, grabs uh, two waters and two orders of uh, fish and chips. Uh, I
1: take out one of my knives and start sharpening it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Goodness. Like, you know, it's funny. We haven't had a bar fight yet. Um,
3: <laughs> she brings uh, her water uh, back. Arthur, Arthur slides her a whetstone just across the table. <laughs> He's like, uh, tapping his fingers, like, annoyedly, <laughs> uh, like, on the table.
2: A <laughs> couple minutes later, she comes back with uh, some hot fish and chips. Um, if any of you guys have any major wounds? Uh, the fish and chips cures it. Um, so.
1: No wounds. Oh, um,
3: before, the, before the barmaid leaves again, I, um, Arthur stops her and says, Hey, I have a question for you. Um, do you know if old man Withan still comes in here from time to time? Her
2: face goes rather dark, and she's a... The court wizard, you say? Aye,
3: the very same.
2: Why would you be asking
3: about him? Oh, well old friends. We go way back. If you see him again, would you let him know that the buck from Luton is back in town?
2: Uh, I most certainly will. Uh, he's been a bit distant lately. I, it seems he's been in some sort of... I don't know. He just seems troubled.
3: I see. Anyway, lass, I don't mean to trouble you. Just, if he comes by, let him know what I said.
2: Alright, um... He's... I will say, he's since he hasn't been here as much, and we do miss his patronage, we did ask him where he's been, and he says he's been spending more time in the tower now than ever. It can't be good for his marbles, you know. But that's where he is.
3: Ah, yeah. Wizards and their towers and all that. Alright, well, thank you very much. We appreciate it. And he gives her a bit of a tip.
2: Oh absolutely. And then uh she scurries off to ten more patrons.
3: Alright. That's a <clears> bit more of a lead than we had.
2: Um a large uh knight comes up to you and he says <clears throat> Hello there I'll say I think I recognize every regular in this tavern, and that includes you, but I don't think I recognise your name. Who who are you? He's a big beefy night guy that you know. <laughs> My name is Roger. Ah. Uh, <clears throat> Roger, you bear a striking likeness to an old friend of mine. Uh, his name was Arthur Windflagon. He's rather dead, but um, if uh, if you run into him when you're dead, tell him that Chad Bennington is looking for him. <laughs> um Arthur kind of cr- starts chuckling at that
3: and says, "And I imagine you're Chad beddington then I am indeed Chad's uh, my name, loyalty and honor is my game. <laughs> and what would you like me to let Mr. Windflagon know? Oh,
2: just that, you know, don't believe what they say about him. He's a good man <laughs> And he uh, walks away.
3: I think we may have uh, overstayed our welcome. I
1: think. <laughs> yeah, have having fun. I see.
3: A oh, little too much. Chad's a good bloke and all, but if he wasn't so dimwitted, he would have found out who I am by now.
2: Anyway. His intelligence scores—all the intelligence ones—are straight zeros. <laughs> like, this is, he's our. He's the. You remember him affectionately, Arthur, as the guard's emotional support himbo. <laughs>
3: Uh, it's always himbos with this with this party. Um,
1: <laughs> we love it.
3: No, we we stand for himbos. Um, <laughs> okay, um, so I guess once they once Arthur finishes his food and Sinead finishes her food, um, we'll be ready to go. All right, you're back um, out
2: onto the street, my friend.
3: Okay, well, there's a few other places I could try that I know that DeWitten used to frequent, but. We might have to do some waiting until he's able to get back in touch with us.
1: Well, she mentioned the tower. Do you know where this tower is? Well,
3: yes, but it's a bloody big tower and it's hard to break into, and he's a wizard and all, and the last thing you want to do is get flung in the air by a wizard while you're trying to climb his tower. It's not a I thought you
1: were friends. Would you not just be able to go up and knock on the door or something?
3: Well, I mean, friends is... Uh, I mean, it's a word for it. We're long-time colleagues. Uh, he imprisoned me once. Multiple times. Unrelated. What? But in any case, i he's not the type of man that you want to just drop in on. You know, he likes to work from the shadows and has kind of a way of doing things. And if you were to mess up his flow too much, I fear it might not lead to good results, which is why we're trying to be a little bit um, careful about this. And also... It's hard to discreetly climb a tower. I mean, people are going to see us and start asking questions, and I don't want to get shot, so.
1: So, so back to the whole imprisoning situation. Was that the last place you left off on, or have you, like, made up since then? Or is that something that we're going to have to deal with actively? (laughs) Well,
3: it's kind of where our relationship began, see, I was, well, you've heard the first part of the story. I was trying to poach a doe, and the fae tricked me into falling right into the palace and getting arrested, and then... He found out I had some magic, and so that's kind of where we met, right? And he was kind of throwing magic at me, which is not a nice thing to do. But after that, we kind of got through it. Um, He had to put me in the drunk tank once or twice. But other than that, I'd say it's more or less cordial. I wouldn't invite him over for, like, my birthday, but I would call upon him in a time of need.
1: (laughs) All right, I guess cordial we can deal with.
3: And Arthur in his head is like, that's a little bit overselling. <laughs> like, he's not like, it's <laughs> a pretty curmudgeonly person. Well,
1: this is something you're <laughs> gonna have right. to deal with.
3: <laughs> um, <laughs> also, for the folks at home, Derwithin is the court wizard of Queen Elaine. He's essentially old Merlin. Old old Welsh Merlin.
2: Um, <clears throat> speaking of Welsh, uh, the barmaid chases you out the door Arthur and says, And I won't suck it. Um, You were a one-thousandth customer today. And as a result, we're giving you this uh, Welsh cherry cordial, <laughs> a cherry Welsh cordial. I was trying to make a pun with cordial and cherry and corgi, cor- corgi, but it didn't work.
0: Maybe, didn't maybe happen. we don't force these, these things. <laughs> maybe we just let the puns happen naturally.
2: Yeah, <laughs> happen naturally in my head. Okay. Um. So, what's the plan, Stan Arthur?
3: Well. There's one more place that I think that we should try and maybe leave a note for him for. It's the Old apothecary's. that's nearby to his tower, actually. They've been supplying Mm -hmm. him with his herbal remedies for years, so if anybody has a good beat on where he is and how to get in contact with him, I think it'd be them.
0: Uh,
1: All right, follow your lead.
2: The Old Apothecary is uh right where uh you had seen it last yet this and uh, this establishment as well is still uh in working condition it's been great economic times nobody has been rebranded or <laughs> shut down due to healthcare health care inspection um it's got the uh the, the old apothecary's name is the um the uh, pestilent pestle uh, there the we go that's a good one pestilent pestle. pestle pestle okay um it's right next to the magical mortar it's owned by the same guy <laughs> See? Let that puns happen naturally.
0: I like to think of it as like a Walgreens and CVS at the corner of the same intersection situation. Oh, yeah. exactly it's exactly it is. They're constantly cool fighting.
3: <laughs> Two rival um, bodega owners just really shouting it out.
2: Uh, at, top of the, uh, the Pestle and Pestle, there's, or the top of the magical mortar, there's a sign that says open 24 um, 7. On top of the the Pestilent Pestle, there's a sign that says Open 25-8. Um, you can see uh, all items 70% off in the Pestilent Pestle, and then in the magical Mortar, all items are 71% off. Um, yes. <laughs> they also have beautiful art of their respective uh, namesakes on their above their doors.
3: Okay. Now...
2: <sighs> It's been a
3: while since I've been here last, but the rampant competition in the store signs tells me that DeWitton really keeps these two out each other's throats. (laughs) He has no loyalty when it comes to good deals, that man. He goes to a different store every week if they've got a new price.
1: Sounds like Um, a nice guy.
3: He's nothing if not extraordinarily infuriatingly practical. Um, Great. Okay. Um... I think we should go to the
2: one on the left. All right, that's the pestilent pestle. <clears throat> um, you uh, walk right in, and you can see a clerk, um, and he's frantically running back and forth, fulfilling prescriptions and uh, and doing all sorts of things, selling tobacco and and candy and things you do at a drugstore. Um. All right.
0: Uh, this, of course, is back when tobacco was still good for you. <laughs> yes, they also have <laughs> cocaine. <laughs> that implies so many things.
2: <laughs> you gotta love this time period. <clears throat> um, excuse me. Hello. Uh, uh, yeah. Yes. What, what can I do for you? I'm sorry, I'm just a little bit busy. What, what, what do you need? What can I do for you? Oh, um. You see, I'd like to uh, get a can
3: of tobacco and uh, get some candy for my niece.
2: He goes, oh, the right, right way then, of course, yeah, once I go back in, just a jiff. Oh, my name is Witty, by the way, Witty Whipleton. And he scurries off and grabs some tobacco and, uh, and some candy and hands it over to you and says, oh, you can only buy this, if you got at least one wealth point? Um, I imagine we still have some wealth points from the, the other yeah. pirate game You also you start brought. the day with at least one, so <laughs> you oh, could... <cool>. <laughs> um, um so
3: Ar- arthur <laughs> arthur pays for it but before okay. he like relinquishes the money he like leans over to would you say his name is witty witty okay um and he says um oh by the way chap the old wizard if he comes round next time would you let him know for me that the buck of Luton is back uh, uh
2: the buck of Luton, you say uh, absolutely. Uh, in fact, I saw him not two days ago, and he said he'll be back. Uh, and he, you can see his eyes like darting back and forth, trying to figure out what day it is. And he goes, "Sorry, uh, that would be tomorrow morning, around eight a.m." Okay. You let him know for me, all right? He will know how to get in contact with me. Absolutely. Okay. Um. Yeah. Anything else I can do for you? Is the uh,
3: is the old inn around the corner? Is it? Still fairly good. No prices and all. Well, yeah. I,
2: I, 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 uh. Well, here's the thing. Um, the old man keeps coming in here and demanding lower prices, so we lower prices and they lower the other one. It's evil. It's absolutely evil. It's terrible.
3: <laughs> I he see. doesn't
2: say anything more. <laughs> He's not giving you any more answer.
3: <laughs> uh, Arthur is also going to leave him a little bit of a tip, too, and, and say good day and leave. <laughs> okay. He's probably hurting a little bit for cash because of Durwin. So, mm. all right,
1: <laughs> candy. Really? Am I just a child to you?
3: <laughs> hey, if you don't want it, I'll eat it.
1: No, you got it for me. <laughs> I, it. I dig into it. I don't. I. I don't get candy all that often. So, Sinead's fucking
0: <laughs> digging through it.
2: That's adorable. Oh, I love it. Um, um, Arthur just gives
3: the can of tobacco away to some dude on the street. He doesn't actually want it. He just wanted an excuse to talk to the dude, so. Okay,
2: um, the guy says, oh, God bless you, sir. Thank you. Good morrow, my good man. And then he keeps on walking. <laughs> good morrow, my good man. I love
3: that. You're
1: really just a celebrity around here, aren't you? And Everyone's just happy, dandy, knows who you are.
3: Well, nobody really knows who I am yet. But,
1: They yeah. were singing about you in the pub.
3: Oh, right, but they didn't really recognize me. Besides, did you hear that song? It's hardly a fitting for a night, but I well, suppose if they remember me with bravery and honor, that's all that really matters.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: it's getting about to the uh, the close of uh, the evening. The day is almost done. Um, you... Uh, wh- where are you going to spend the night someplace? What are you, what you going to do? Yeah,
3: um, I think... We should find a room in the city to hang out in until Durrithan gets back in touch with us. So,
2: Alright, um, you have your old options. There's the knights' barracks. So um, there's some barracks in the city for knights on guard you can always go to, since technically you still have a home there. Um, there's um, uh, there's always rooms above uh, the bar floor in some of the taverns, and there's a the hotel here and there. There's also always room in the castle for um, a knight who is weary of re- rest and needs a place to stay. Hmm.
3: But I don't want everybody to know that I'm back. And if I had to pull rank and prove who I am before talking to Judith Whitton, I think it'd be hard to to swing that. So I think Arthur's going to lay. Arthur wants to lay low. So let's let's find either. Uh, we need to keep it keep it kid appropriate. We sleep in bars too much. Let's go to the hotel. <laughs> <laughs>
1: kid-appropriate <laughs>
3: um, oh, you... like, Arthur's been taking shade around town he doesn't want to be like oh yeah All right, anyway we're gonna go to sleep above the actually how nice are the rooms at the Welsh Corgi <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, the Welsh Corgi rooms are it's a tavern in 1700 England so, so better yeah, than you'd nice. think, worse than you'd hope a lot worse than you'd hope, but it's still better than half the places you guys have slept. I've like, been keeping track of the places you guys have slept over the, year, the last two years. Uh, this would be an upgrade on half of them.
3: Well, what do you think, Sinead? Do you want to sleep at the Welsh Corgi, or should we find someplace else?
1: I don't care. All right. I just
3: Arthur, you need Arthur a pillow, just, and that's Arth- it. Arthur just picks the closest tavern, and buy it, it gets a room. and they put The up closest
2: The closest tavern is called the Don't Go In. Um in with two ends, uh, the person at the desk says, <clears throat> Hello? Uh, it's going to be well, two rooms then. Uh, it's going to be uh, two wealth points each. Uh, we do have a discount for knights. Um, can we afford just the initial price?
3: Yeah.
2: All right, we're going to just do this.
3: Yeah,
1: I pay him. If <laughs> you try to get me to, me to scroll who I am, it's not gonna happen.
2: <laughs> okay, um, you guys uh, enjoy the evening in uh, in the don't go in.
1: Hello everyone. I hope you're having a good Wednesday. We have just released season four, episode 33. And um I wanted to say thank you for waiting so very patiently for this episode. And I wanted to come on here to say that we have officially wrapped season four. Um, kind of crazy. Um, and what that means is the very next episode is going to be the last episode of Guildfellows ever. Um <laughs> kind of crazy, insane, insane. Um, it'll be the last like regular like story episode. We're going to have a season 4 wrap episode as we always do. And then we're going to have a podcast postmortem wrap up whatever whatever whatever. So, as you're hearing this, if you're in our Discord channel, uh our question channel will be open for both season 4 questions and podcast overall. Questions. I think we're probably gonna like go season by season and just kind of reflect and see how far we've come and all this stuff. Um, but take this as the opportunity to kind of you know talk to all of us as a unit for the last time, possibly. So, um, yeah, that's that's what we're gonna do. Um, Which also means this is going to be my last announcement, update, whatever thing ever, probably. So um, yeah, I don't know. That's really all I kind of have to say. I'm a little behind on our social media pages, so I apologize for that. But um, we'll we'll get there. We'll catch up. And um, yeah, next week's going to be the very last story episode, season four finale. And then... Um, I'm not a hundred percent sure when the wrap-up episodes are gonna happen. They may not happen for a while simply because a lot of us are busy, um, and we're just kind of working around our schedule. Um, so they might not happen for a few weeks. We're gonna try to squeeze them in eventually. Um, we're gonna try to squeeze them in quick. But if they don't happen for a minute, then they won't happen for a minute. But They'll definitely at least come out this summer. I will make sure that happens. <laughs> um, they'll come out as soon as I can wrangle everyone together. So, um, yeah, that's that's it, I think. That's all I really want to say. I don't really need to go into the regular spiel that I do because, I don't know, it's it's almost over. Um, yeah, thank you to Arcane Anthems for the, the theme song, as always. Um and thank you to everyone who has listened, uh, thus far. And I'll, we'll get into it more once those wrap-ups come out. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what I've got. Thank you for listening. Um, that's all I've got for you guys today. We love you all so much. Keep your heads up. Stay safe. We love you. I'll see you later. Bye-bye.
2: It is break of day. Hugh, you are... um, you finished all your tasks. You have brought peace to your homeland, for the most part. Um, And a lasting peace. A lot more lasting than would have happened if you just... uh, Hashtag skedaddled. It is now time, uh, if you would like, to go and rejoin your crewmates.
0: Okay, you know, um, I've already said my goodbyes, so... um... I will cut my palm open and begin to make a sigil that matches the one that I left on the Lady Morrigan. And I push through the world between worlds and emerge on the other side with the dramatic wound.
2: All right. Uh, You have one dramatic wound. You are now on the Lady Morrigan. It is just... um... I'm trying to think the way the sun works, so rise in the east and sets in the west. So, uh, by time zone difference, it is now just before sunrise in Avalon. It's an hour uh, earlier.
0: Time zone difference?
2: Yeah, the sun rises in the east and sets in the west, and you traveled from. Uh, from
0: directly south. What? I thought it was west. Muget is literally right across the, the channel. It's what right across about? the channel. I'm pulling
2: up the map. Pulling up the map.
0: Okay. This, this, Pull up the map. What in the world? <laughs> Do you know where France and England are? <laughs>
2: oh my goodness. I was totally I was looking at the different place. I thought you were in there it is. My bad. Okay, yes. <laughs> so you traveled from Milgay to Carleon. Never it's the same time. <laughs> it is sunrise, you're on the Lady Morgan. I should really read this map.
0: Yeah. Uh it's okay. It's not like I've just spent a lot of hours just staring at that map to make the things. <laughs> um Yeah, so, uh, I get there, I assume I'm alone in the captain's cabin? Uh, yeah. Um, you know, I tend to my wound, tie it up, disinfect it. I've done this before, so I kind of (laughs) am used to it. Uh, who is on the ship? Someone's here with the ship, right?
2: Uh, yeah, it's just the whole crew except for Arthur and Sinead.
0: Okay. It's
2: being run by, uh...
0: I have returned (laughs) after bringing peace to my people. Um, where's the captain? (laughs)
2: Uh so Chenzo's around and he goes, "Well, you seem really enthusiastic about this."
0: Well, I just like bled like a shit done to get all the way back up here so, you know, I'm, I'm like a little tired. Does anyone have like a Cliff bar or something? Uh
2: he he like takes out <laughs> he, t- he takes out uh the the blood of the gator um yeah. and gives gives you a swig of that and uh, from a flask and he also has the, the
0: electrolytes
2: the, yeah, the 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 White Get Cliffs,
0: very high in them.
2: the White Cliffs of Avalon bar, which is uh, yeah. it's got the White Cliffs of Dover on sure. the front and gives it to you.
0: Yeah, no, but seriously, uh, it's it's been a pretty busy week. I mean, I would call it a net success, but uh, you know, people, politics is it is exhausting. Um, but yeah, where's the captain? How are you guys doing? Did everything go okay while I was gone? It um, wasn't like a mutiny or anything.
2: Shinzo's. <laughs> like yes that that is the correct um <clears throat> ship went uh, smooth sailing. um it's only a week's journey or six days from Mugay to carleon, so do you know what what's the worst that could have happened?
0: I don't know, I mean, we've done worse than last time, um, yeah, so like where are they are they in the city
2: uh yes, uh, I do not know where specifically, but. Uh, I do believe they'd be searching for some kind of older man who frequented things in taverns and local shops that Arthur would have remembered.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Okay, so we're looking for an old man who likes to drink and shop.
2: That's all I got. Uh, it, I'm, I'm assuming the rest of the information was done off the ship when Arthur was running around the city.
0: Yeah, that's podcast Thank something. Thank you, Chenzo. How are you doing?
2: Uh, you oh, know, okay. it's, I'm doing all right. Uh, you know, it, it's kind of awkward. I'm. I realize like, I think I've become outranked by a a teenager and a an idiotic production prince. I've been here for years. And how come they're more okay. important than I am in the story?
0: Well, okay. Well, here's the thing. Um, you are, by definition, outranked by a prince. That's that is how rank works. And um, <laughs> the the teenager, she has the hat. And she's very competent, so you know, I like to listen to her. I think she's going to do a good job.
2: <laughs> oh, you're absolutely right. Uh, I, you know, when you said mutiny, I thought, well, hey, the, why not?" Uh, but now that you're here, things seem to be much calmer.
0: Yeah, well, oh, well, that is very concerning, Genzo. um Perhaps um, let let us uh, let's talk through that. We don't want. I want to make sure that you are feeling heard and that you know everyone on the ship. Actually, you know what? Let Let me buy you guys some food. Let me uh, take care and make sure we're all in a good mood today. Okay. We've been in a port town. We're in a port town. We've been on the sea for so long. We went to a pirate town, but like that was the whole thing, you know. Let's get us. Let's get some proper like Avalonian food. Well, whatever passes for food here in Avalon, but you know, we'll do what we can.
2: <laughs> they are British, Rob. Don't put. Don't. Don't give me that. Um, so you use your infinite amount of wealth points that you've accumulated to buy plenty food. Uh, morale goes up so much, Sinead, You get two sailing races to burn however you want. It's, really, it's great to have the party Forced face
0: back. I got He's, my captain's back.
2: <laughs> Q's gone for twenty minutes since I mut mutiny. Hugh's back. I for now have minutes. five
1: banked uh sailing raises. So um, that's that's great. You're like thirty
2: three oh, yeah. per- percent of the way there to not lose anybody in the fight against the whale.
0: <laughs> nice. Uh um, working together. So, yeah, I, I throw a nice lunch, talk to people, listen to grievances, uh, you know, smooth things over. Like, wow, this place really just goes to hell when I'm not here. Okay. <laughs> so, so pat myself on the back for that one. <laughs> Uh, and then I'll head into... T- oh, what's Giuseppo doing?
2: Uh, Giuseppo is um, swabbing the deck. He's making sure it's uh, clean. Hopefully
3: more... ruminating on the fucking thrashing I gave him
2: last episode. <laughs> yeah, he's... For just, taking he's over a bit... the ship. He, you don't know why, Q, but he's a bit more See,
1: timid than usual. See, this is why we need the HR department of Q, because Arthur <laughs> felt the need to yell at everybody as <laughs> yeah. soon as we got back. HR. Yeah, Giuseppo, H-R. what? It fucking
3: kills me. We were texting about this for the last time we recorded. But it just kills me that Sinead is a fucking pirate. It's like, don't yell at the crew. I like my crew.
0: This isn't a crew. I trust them. She's a nice pirate. <laughs> Okay. We started um,
3: our relationship with them by killing their fellow like crewmates in a massive battle. And then battle. I
1: got them on my side by being inspirational and a good leader. I
3: shot their former cap I shot both of their former captains.
0: Yeah, so they, they don't like you, me. but they like me. And they you know like what? They my were probably, leadership
1: style. They
0: were probably okay with that cuz the former captains yelled at them.
1: Yes. <laughs> they did.
2: That
3: is true. I'm a much
1: better captain because I rule with love and Arthur logic was not
2: trying to be captain he was
3: just <laughs> trying
1: to <laughs> regain
2: order you have had at least one ship sink under you though sinead so you're batting you're only batting 500 we don't need okay, to bring that, that up w- though
0: <laughs> You've batted a
2: thousand
0: i don't yeah, know what you're that was talking not about. just my
1: fault okay <laughs> yeah. yeah that was sinead's fault right no <laughs> no, no 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 <laughs> okay
0: Anyways, back to Q saving the fucking day. <laughs> um, okay, uh, just up. are you okay? You seem kind of, like, flinchy. Yeah, <clears throat> I, yeah I, I could not have made my presence more known. I, I'm not going to apologize <laughs> for that. But, like, are you okay? Yes. You, we got yes, lunch sir. for everyone. You did not come over for lunch. I, sp- uh, I spent n- spared no expense on this. It's, like, very good. It's, like, even good for, like, Avalon food.
2: Oh, that, that sounds amazing. and Borderline impossible. Yeah. And I've died and come well, back to life. So I know it's impossible. They so much
0: shit to get spices. I just, you just, they don't use them. You just have to use them.
2: So what? They, they put bland food out on the table and they, they put spices in like salt shakers, but nobody uses them and then they clean no up the plates.
0: To be honest, no one knows what they use with the spices. They just have them.
2: So what's the point of taking them?
0: Oh, Giuseppe, we have so much to teach you about politics. <laughs> he goes, okay. I'm not
2: going to lie, I didn't do very well in school.
0: That's not surprising. Giuseppe, okay. <laughs> Speaking of teaching you things about politics, you're here, you're swabbing the deck. Um, I guess I don't really know. How would you rate how you've been doing in my absence? I don't really know. I haven't been here. I, I just now got here. So how have you been doing?
2: Um, well, the thing is, uh, Arthur tore into me pretty hard not too long ago, and uh, it's kind of been eating me alive. And uh, and I know what it's like to be eaten alive, and he holds yeah, up his dead arm. Yeah, don't
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. we all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. For what? Why did Arthur tear into you, like, physically or, like, verbally? What? Uh, what? Father? Oh, okay.
2: Sorry. <clears throat> um, he says, well, I... Was trying to take his advice and run the ship the best they could, uh, but apparently it counted as insubordination. Ironically enough, the captain wasn't too upset about this kind of a thing, but uh, Arthur was rather livid.
0: Well, they both have different approaches to leadership styles, so, you know, it's like different types of communication. They're not always vibing with one another, which kind of, I can imagine, would be difficult for a crewmate to understand what you're supposed to be doing, when you're supposed to be doing it. The moral of the story is just that, right now, we are trying to teach you how to lead. You do not lead by just taking control from other people. Well, I mean, some people do, but, like, you specifically don't. Um, <laughs> You single
2: handedly like,
0: thwarts uh,
2: an accidental dictatorship rising with a little aside. <laughs> you don't do that.
0: <laughs> you don't do that. Um, but but Giuseppe, I think I think you need to focus less on your intuition and more on just thinking through things, exercising. You know the book smarts. You don't really have much in the three smarts department.
2: Uh, that is. That is a good point. Thank you. I, I will. Um is there still a food left?
0: Yes. Oh. Have so much food for all of you.
2: My goodness, thank you. And then he runs off and, and goes and enjoys the food. Okay. Um I'm giving you uh I'm giving Q I'm giving you one Giuseppo point. It's like a it's like a uh it's an extra raise that you can give to Giuseppo because of your, <laughs> if Giuseppe is in a leadership position and he has to roll for something, you can uh, add one extra raise. Cool. It's like a sailing raise, but for one crewmate.
0: <laughs> one Giuseppo point. Um, hmm. I'm going to leave him here. I'm going to say Giuseppo. Yes. Okay. Listen to me very carefully. I... Sinead is not here. I don't know what order Sinead gave gave when she left the ship. I didn't hear anything. No one said anything. So here is the deal. This is going to be an exercise between you and us. It's going to be a leadership exercise, okay?
2: Exercise? I'm afraid of demons.
0: Never mind. (laughs) Um... Just sorry. try not to start the mutiny, um, so and uh, I, I go. <laughs>
2: oh, I'm so sorry. Okay.
0: Uh, <laughs> I was going to give him a shot. I'm so sorry. Oh, no. You this, don't have to be sorry. This it's on what, him.
2: This is what happens when I control all the NPCs. They all um, mess up I a lot. I will
0: kiss to the ocean and say, I'll be back, my love, as <laughs> I head into uh, Out of the Docks.
2: Um, okay. <clears> okay. <throat> Uh you head out onto the docks. Arthur and Sinead, you wake up and it's morning. Q should be back on the ship. You're gonna go to them, you're gonna go find uh you got an hour until um Dewiddin shows back up at the apothecaries. Um where are you gonna go?
1: Well I don't think we know that Q is back, so I don't know why we would take well, action to go.
2: Didn't you find say them. that uh didn't Q tell you guys that they were gonna be back in I mean, I'm matching that?
0: I he? mean like on this day, they don't know exactly no, when true. Yeah. Luckily, I'm such an efficient and capable negotiator, and since that's canon, now we know how the bonus episodes end, that uh, I was able, at the crack of dawn, well, not the crack of dawn, the crack of, like, I don't know, 10.30, able to come back into dawn.
2: Okay. Um, so, oh, wait a minute. Yes. So, it actually um, would be, by that, yeah, I think you're right. Cause by that logic, the Duridan would be already... Visiting the apothecaries, uh, Rob. Real quick, you said he would know how to contact you. Yeah. How? How I? So Brennan would like a refresher.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, Rob does, but Brennan doesn't.
2: Well, uh,
3: I'm going to fucking forehand that question right back to you, sir, because you're the
2: DM and he's a wizard. So. Okay, I'm <laughs> I'm going to try and swing at that, but I'm going to miss it with my racket completely. So I'm, I'll, I'll take it. Um, um I mean I I
3: okay, I, realistically I figured if I just left him notes, he'd fu- he'd have some sort of way so he does. Of using his magic to locate where I am and come find me more or less or or give a note back. So however you want however you want to organize that is
2: totally up to you. Arthur, into your window flies a sparrow. It just right up against the the window and it falls. And then another one comes a couple minutes later. And then another one And then dozens and dozens, and they break through your window, and then there's sparrows flying into your room.
3: (laughs) Um, Arthur actually doesn't, like, freak out about this too hard. He just, like, (laughs) grabs Sinead and is just like, be still, they're not real,
2: just magic. Uh, You You guys got two separate rooms, because I really- Yeah, (laughs) we're
1: not in the same room.
2: I also want to roleplay the- the because Sinead here. here. Yeah, Sinead comes out to you see all beast. those
1: weird fucking crows Just Jeez. throwing themselves into the building?
2: Sinead, you hear Arthur like uh, Arthur's room being invaded by birds Or maybe he's just screaming Or somebody else is
1: Oi! 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 Are you good in there?
3: Uh, Give me a moment Don't come in
2: <laughs> The cars go Oh, go! <laughs> like, you can hear these birds. You can hear, like, they're flying all around the furniture. Like, the furniture is being bumped all around. There's a bunch of thumping on your wall as they're hitting the wall. Our
3: Arthur, like, is, like, a little bit nonplussed. And he is just, like, looking around at the crows being like, What is it? Is DeWithen trapped in the well?
1: Come on, in trouble! <laughs> Okay. It's little Timmy trapped in the well.
2: <laughs> One of the sparrows drops a uh drops a um a uh a seal, like a, like a wax seal, it's not assigned anything, it just falls into your hand, it's the seal of dividend. Um you get a hero point because that was a great joke. <laughs> and then another uh, sparrow drops a tiny little letter. It's uh like rolled up like a scroll. See, was
3: that so hard? And he picks up the seal and the letter, and he opens it.
2: Uh, the letter says, Hear ye! Hear ye! Does it actually, like, speak? No. Okay. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) We had to clarify. It is magic. I have heard that you're back in town. Good. My wizard's door will be unlocked in my wizard's tower. Knock at 2 p.m. wizard's time. I'll be in my wizard's robe. Uh, then another note drops. He opens it. <laughs> it says, Hear ye, hear ye. I see you're back in town. <clears throat> Please come visit. My wizard's door will be unlocked. i my wizard's tower. I'll be wearing my wizard's robe. And then another dr- note drops. <laughs> okay. Uh,
3: Alright. 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 I. I-I get it. I get it. Jeez, he must be more off his rocket than people even let on. He's sent the same magical message, it looks like, 40 or 50 different times.
2: They're all slightly different, so it just- uh, The implication- It looks like he's gone through, like, 40 different drafts. <laughs> Changing, like, commas and things- There's- things scratched out.
3: There's a, there's a good, like, few that are just, like, completely stained with, like, different materials. I just, like- I just- I can't even read it. One
2: of them looks like it was perfectly well-written, but it's covered in coffee stains. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um... This guy spends, like, a fortune on postage. <laughs>
1: um... He's sending them by crow. He's gotta feed the birds! <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's the main cost
2: of earning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just- that's why the, uh... That's why the, The, cor- the, the throne's been having some money issues. <laughs> because they're funneling money to the... To the court wizard's, uh... Uh... postage needs. (laughs) Okay, um, Sinead, it's safe to come in.
1: I, uh, open the door and I see all the fucking crows everywhere. (laughs) What, what did you get up to last night? I thought we just were just going to go to bed.
3: I did just go to bed. This just happened. They all crashed through the window. I thought DeWithin was gonna contact us. I didn't realize he'd send a whole fucking flock to do it. Um, Arthur grabs one of the crows, just kind of, like, roughly and... (laughs) and with his other hand writes a, a note to to the ship to lady morgan saying like in case of early return <laughs> we can be found at uh the don't go in on baker street and <laughs> um, he rolls he rolls it up and gives it to this crow and says the lady morgan and holds it in front of his face and he's and then he turns to to chenade and says I have no idea if this will actually work, but worth a shot. It
1: definitely will not work. <laughs> and, 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 I can tell you that right now, it and, will not work. He
3: throws the crow out the window with the letter.
1: Go, <laughs> <laughs> <He's, "Crow, laughs> <cow, cow!"
2: laughs> <laughs> It flies away. Cue. A crow uh, comes and hits you in the forehead <laughs> that keels over and is uh, twitching <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> There's a note in front of you.
0: No, I'm going to pick up the crow.
2: You pick up Does the it crow. Look like,
0: is it like wing broken and shit? Yep. Oh. I'm going to make like a little satchel and hold the little hurt crow in my in my thing till so I can figure out something to do with it.
2: <laughs> okay, add damaged crow. <laughs> <The name. laughs> it's your
0: inventory. It's your
2: inventory.
0: It's
2: my new punk album. Damaged crow, that's a good one. <sighs> I don't know what you're going to do with it, but you do have a damaged messenger crow. <laughs> Also, for the folks of you at home, I did say sparrow the first three times, but we're going by crow now. I thought it was sparrows. (laughs) Oh, sorry. I got got overridden on that one.
0: (laughs) Uh, Sorry, now I'm just looking up counting crows. No, the the, the other ones were were sparrows. (laughs) The one that
3: that I sent to Q was the only crow. It had no idea what it was supposed to be doing there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Just a random crow that was following all the sparrows
2: in there? (laughs) It was like, oh, I gotta blend in.
0: What the yeah. fuck is going on with them? I'm gonna follow <laughs> them. <laughs> what does the note say again? I pick up the note.
3: Uh, it just says in case of early return, we can be found at the don't go in on Baker Street.
0: Even though we're about to leave it, I guess. I, I look at the paper. Um I don't is, is, is this fucking for me? <laughs> <laughs> Because goes- I'm just walking around like I'm not on the ship at this point. I've just been wandering in the city.
1: I I look over to Arthur and I say, uh, did you remember to sign it with your name?
3: Arthur's like looking at like his cut up like hand from a bunch of different like pecs and like <laughs> scratching like, God damn it, I forgot <laughs> to sign it.
0: Um you-, okay. you have
2: no idea if that's for you or not. <laughs>
3: The one time where literal (laughs) realism comes to bite us in the ass. (laughs)
2: I mean, this is a realistic show, Rob. We're only doing things by the book. It's not a
0: realistic show. I always play by the realism rules (laughs) in my corner. Um, Yeah, no, I'm going to find something to deal with this bird. I kind of feel bad about this little messenger crow. Um, And then I'll just... I don't fucking know. I'll just wait for a commotion, and I'll go toward the commotion. I kind of want to do some shopping while I'm here.
2: Gotcha. Um, There is... Like,
0: if, if past, you know experience indicates anything something will catch on fire when i need <laughs> to the be there
2: there is a uh, varix veterinarians um which is nearby you it's a veterinarian place
0: yeah i'll just like drop the bird off <laughs> oh fuck i never went out with those people in vodaji huh i was supposed to get lunch with them <laughs> Flashes
1: this to is them
0: Q's monologue going on <laughs> in, in their head Q he also has ADHD <laughs> um, Yeah, no, now I'm gonna Now I drop off the thing I'm just going to get some fish and chips I'm just gonna look for, like, weird shit Or, oh, i probably Arthur mentioned that uh, he wanted me to go see the queen So I'll probably head You know, he wanted me to talk with the queen and stuff So I'll probably head toward uh, that way Gotcha or Like the castle
2: so you drop yeah. off the board, and you make your way uh, to uh, Buckingham Windsor Castle. And yeah,
0: make sure I look nice beforehand. You look
2: great. You look yep. like Perfect. a noble. Um, we'll everybody is lo- uh, lo- being like, oh my goodness. I don't know what a former noble-turned-eloquent uh, pirate Silver Tongue, who would single-handedly save all of Montaigne from itself, would look like uh, while being rich the whole time. I can't
0: believe Q's the main character, but- <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> but if i had to guess that's exactly what they would look like that's what your outfit says
0: mm-hmm.
2: um you arrive at the steps of buckingham windsor castle
0: okay is there like like i assume there's guards or there's uh, someone to set up a meeting
2: many 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 guards oh it comes up to you and says i <clears throat> like what brings you to the castle of our queen aline
0: Ah oh, well, I am um, here looking for some friends of mine who I assumed would be on their way to meet the queen.
2: Friends of yours? State their names.
0: Um, I, I, I my brain said Arthur Pendragon. It's not Pendragon <laughs> wind, no, It's wind something. Flagging. It's Winflagon, right? Okay. Um, Arthur Pendragon. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> You mentioned Merlin. I've just been thinking about that this entire time. That's fair. Um, yeah, as uh, a, um, a knight named Arthur Windflagon and a ship's captain named Sinead... Temple. It is? Temple. Dimple? Temple? Temple. Temple. Sinead Temple.
2: Um, <clears throat> well, here's the thing. Um, I do believe, uh, the name rings a bell, and that man is dead, so no, it's
0: actually about that is there like a um i'm here from Montaigne I'm sure you've heard about the revolutions that have been happening and trying to uh piece the government back together and uh all of that sorts of stuff so it 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 is very important business. I don't need to meet with the Queen directly right now, but if I could meet with someone in her cabinet, um, or perhaps arrange a meeting for the future, I would very much appreciate you getting on that. Who do you think you are? My name is QLA.
2: I admire the balls you have. You just walk right I... up and request a meeting with our Queen.
0: Mm-hmm. I'll
2: tell you what, I'll do what I can.
0: It's very much appreciated. And what was your name?
2: <clears throat> uh, oh, shoot. Uh, oh, man, one of these days. No, chook, chook, chook. Names, 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 names. Chook, chook, flipping
0: through the world book.
2: Uh, <clears throat> yeah, David, of the montane equivalents. Okay, Avalon words and Names were replaced with the Montane equivalents. Um, one Montan occupation. Uh, uh William. Sir William.
1: take you that long <laughs> to come up with Sir William. I was
2: reading the section. I made up so many names. <laughs> Better than uh, French McFrenchman earlier.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, Sir William. Um, I very much appreciate your help in this matter.
2: Um, he says, by the way, is that your crow? A crow comes, goes, and lands on your shoulder.
0: <laughs> hmm.
2: It's the one. It's been patched up.
0: Yeah. Uh it, it seems to be traveling with me now. I guess. Sure. That I is so. Claim ownership over the crow, but you know the crow is here.
2: My goodness! Look! Look at the stitches on that wing. It. It doesn't even look like it was stitched together. Was some kind of magic. You know. That yeah. uh, my. Goodness, maybe it was, it was, could have been done by the court wizard. He's the only one who can heal anybody that quickly.
0: Okay, cool. Later. I don't
3: know. <laughs> it flashes you the peace sign. And, well, then, deuces, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> and that is where we're going to end this All session. All right, then, sun's out, guns out. <laughs> <More of> that. <laughs> so All that. Right, so, you want to get, get a good pump in later? I... <laughs> Have All a nice right. Tuesday in it. <laughs>